We're down to the title games in both the AFC and the NFC. The NFL postseason just about at the doorstep of the Super Bowl. And joining me right now on the Whitefish Credit Union Hotline to break it all down is my good friend Mark Moses, host of the Mark Moses Show down there in Central Florida on Sports Radio 1560, The Fan. Mark, I really appreciate the time. It is great to chat with you. Hope you're doing well uh, here today on Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Hey, man. I saw your video last night on Facebook. You were so excited. It was high comedy. And and I understand. I, As a sports fan, when one of your teams finally breaks through and it's just see how bad they've been and you're turning the corner, it's a great feeling in sports. It really is. And to defeat the New Orleans Saints, that was a great game last night. That was awesome, Anthony. So I hope you're having fun today. <laughs> Well, I definitely am, Mark. I mean, listen, there is one team, and, and I try to be unbiased and everything else, but there is one team that just drives me uh, just into the little kid that was a, a fan of the Bucks when we were going to the playoffs and we won a Super Bowl. It's just Tampa Bay. They're the team that I lose my mind over. All logical thinking goes out the window uh, when it when it comes to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And like I was telling you off air, it just felt like the decade of misery, all those years of of barely getting through and always having to figure out, are we going to have to get a new head coach? Who are we going to take with the fifth or first yeah. or second overall pick? It felt like it all washed away. Okay, it's a couple things for me. Number one, Tom Brady should go into the Hall of Fame just for this season alone. <laughs> it's, starting, it's starting to remind me of when Kurt Warner took the Arizona Cardinals to the Super Bowl. They lost that game to Pittsburgh, but it just it feels like Tom Brady is making the Buccaneers a real franchise again. Because it's like I feel like this team is seven and nine, eight and eight without him. Mm-hmm. He's the GOAT. He could take any team now. Now he needs weapons around him, but it's it's like, what do you need to build a great team? Everything. You need all the ingredients. But like they're in the end of title game. And, and the second point I want to tell you is like third time's a charm. They knew the Saints offensive defense. They saw it twice. They got embarrassed in the first two games, especially the second one in what, week nine? Mm-hmm. But I just when they beat Washington with Brady in that second half two weekends ago, I said I said this last Monday on my show. I, I started and I said the Buccaneers are winning this football game because the Saints were frauds they should have lost to Chicago, and uh, Tom Brady's making the Buccaneers believe. I just and of any year, Anthony, where it's like there's really no fans in the stands, and there's no real superpower. I, you go with Tom Brady. He's going to his 14th conference title game out of 21 years. It's so crazy, man. I, they're in the NFC title game. I, I can't even believe I'm saying it. it it's <laughs> Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, it's incredible, Anthony. It really is. Well, that's the thing, Mark. I mean, you you look at what this is. I feel like that I know what New England feels like. Now, granted, I have to win a Super Bowl to know what New England fans feel like. But knowing yeah. the fact that, it, and I think I told you this maybe on your show a couple weeks ago, it's finally sinking in that Tom Brady is the quarterback of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah. Now, again, I know it's only for a two- or three-year window, but at this point, I don't care. I'm loving the results. If we get a Super Bowl out of this, great. But this is what Tampa Bay brought him in for, to be in this particular spot. Now, again, it's going to be tough to beat Green Bay in Green Bay, but 
this is why the Bucks brought him here, and it's paying dividends. You notice they're uh, making it the early game. I thought it'd be the late game, the marquee one, but I think it's going to be so cold there that I, they just want to make sure you know Brady would be okay and like <laughs> the rest of the team hasn't been. And you know the history of the franchise where there's always that stigma like under 40 degrees they can't win. They just want to make sure this is a great game. And I think we are going to get a great game. And these are the two best teams. And I agree with you, man. It hit me during the Washington wildcard game. Like, why is Tom Brady on this team? Why is he not on New England? It's going to be a great what if. And yesterday I was thinking, like, you know, Michael Jordan came out of retirement with the Wizards. And he was in his early 40s. And he couldn't even get them to the playoffs. This guy, I mean, you saw it Drew Brees. Drew Brees, he lost the fastball. Like, I think he's going to retire. It reminded me of Peyton Manning. But then, Tom Brady, he's like a vampire, where maybe he plays for another five years. It's, <laughs> it's so crazy. And and did you like afterwards? People think it's like a Disney movie where Tom Brady's talking to Drew Brees on the field, and Drew Brees' family there, and they're saying nice things. Like, do you think he kind of looked the son in the eye and be like, hey, by the way, I'm your real daddy. I owned your Drew Brees father yesterday. And don't you forget it. It's by those cannons. That's what I imagine he really told the kid. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Like I said, uh, it's it's crazy. Like I said, to think that Drew Brees might be done. And like you said, too, you know, it, it did seem weird. They didn't attempt to pass over 20 yards or even over 10 yards uh, for that matter. You know, like that's the crazy part. about. It. And again, I give a ton of credit to the defense because they actually didn't play soft cover. They just manned up and it made, made life very difficult uh, for Drew Brees. So let me get your thoughts on this, Mark. Looking at Drew Brees' career, only one Super Bowl with Sean Payton, and that was back in 2009. Obviously, this guy is going into the Hall of Fame. But because Drew Brees only comes away with one Super Bowl uh, in his career, did he, do you feel like it's it's kind of shortened? Do you feel like it's a little bit of a disappointment that he doesn't have more? It's one of those things over the last couple of years, they just they fall flat in the playoffs. It's like they turn into like Marvin Lewis at the Bengals. Like, mm-hmm. what is this? I You know what I go back and forth on? is like, look, Drew Brees is the New Orleans Saints. He made them a real franchise when he signed there. Like, they were a laughing stock for decades. And he made them a real one, and so did Sean Payton together. What I don't understand is, like, they said, look, we're going down with the captain. We're going to win or lose to Drew Brees. But you can see Brees had nothing left in the tank. And you saw Jameis fill in for Jason Hill and throw the touchdown pass. If if that was me deep down and I wasn't giving my 100%, I'd have to help out the team. There's a part of me, why didn't they go more, and I, I can't believe I'm about to say this to you, <laughs> why didn't they go more gimmick with Jameis Winston yesterday? He could throw the ball over 10 yards. I just, I don't know, Anthony, I would have been like, I got to do what's best for the team. I got to be a team player, but too bad for New Orleans. They're at home watching the NFC title game, but boo-hoo, too bad. Right now, we are with Mark Moses, host of the Mark Moses Show, as we are talking NFL headlines and the NFL playoffs, recapping the divisional round. We'll talk more NFL headlines with Mark after this. It's good to know some things never change, no matter what's going on in the world, like the satisfying sound of snow crunching under your boots, or how every family seems to have their own secret huckleberry picking spots. 
or how there's always room for a little more meat in your freezer, no matter how many hunting trips you go on. One other thing that will never change? Whitefish Credit Union's commitment to you. This year, next year, and always. Whitefish Credit Union. Subject to membership eligibility. NFL storylines continue to dominate, and right now joining us here on the Whitefish Credit Union Hotline, it is Mark Moses, host of the Mark Moses Show down there in Central Florida. Mark, let me get your thoughts. We kind of talked about this earlier, but I think the NFL execs are absolutely thrilled with the matchups they are getting. A ton of credit to Cleveland almost knocking off the Kansas City Chiefs, but at the same time, Kansas City's getting in there. Hopefully, Patrick Mahomes will be healthy and he'll be okay to go on Sunday against the Bills, but Buffalo looked good even in those crazy wins on Saturday night. Then, of course, you've got the Battle of the 12s, Brady versus Aaron Rodgers in a postseason matchup. They've been wanting this for a Super Bowl, but instead they're going to get it for an NFC title game. The matchups here, i got to imagine NFL execs mouth-watering because of the matchups we have on Sunday. I know, and give credit to the NFL. They got all their games in this year, even though we had to play Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday with some of these games. But, like, they got all the games in, and we got great matchups, like you said, on Sunday, and we're going to have a good Super Bowl. I'm trying to remember the last time, like, you know, you had a big quarterback for the NFC. I'm just trying to think off the top of my head. You know, because last year you had Jimmy G with the Niners, where it's like the defense carried the way. You're going to have an all-time great quarterback for the NFC. It could be Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers. I mean, look, you could have a scenario. Someone told me this earlier. You could have a scenario where Tom Brady takes on the Buffalo Bills. So it's like 20 years of Tom Brady terrorizing the Bills. And then they finally get to the Super Bowl, and it's Tom Brady. That could happen. <laughs> and then we still have, look, you still have Kansas City, who, who I don't know if they sold their soul to the devil to win that game yesterday, but, like, they still got a chance. If they win another Super Bowl, there's a dynasty. There are so many great headlines right now. I don't even think about hockey or basketball or any other sport. I'm just thinking about the NFL, Anthony, and I know you're probably thinking the same thing. No, most definitely. I mean, right now, so much is going on. Uh, you talk about just the intriguing matchups. You know, the the other interesting part about this is, is when you look at the, the age difference between the two quarterbacks in each of these oh, games, know. you've got the future with the AFC right now. I mean, Baker Mayfield looks like he's finally turning a corner. Josh Allen has turned the corner with the Buffalo Bills. you got Lamar Jackson, obviously, with Baltimore. They're not going anywhere anytime soon. Obviously, you've got Mahomes. I mean, you got some young quarterbacks here, and obviously, what is it, I think 23, 25 uh, between the AFC title game, but then you look at the NFC, 43 and 37. It's very, very interesting, the age difference, and we're seeing the future of the AFC of what it used to be with Rivers and, and Brady and Manning. I think we now have that, and we've got four, really five, maybe, really good quarterbacks uh, that are going to be battling it out in the AFC. The NFC has still, they need to find their future quarterbacks. Um. It finally hit me the other day where I knew I was getting older. Like, I'm 38, going to be 39 this year, where the the head coach of my Chicago Blackhawks is 36. I was like, oh, no, I'm the old man now. I'm closer to Tom Brady than I am Patrick Mahomes. This is not good. This is not good, buddy. I got gray in my beard. It's all over for me. Midlife crisis here on the Knockout Sports Show. It's terrible, <laughs> Anthony. It is. Uh, Mark, let me get your thoughts because you were. I, I tweeted this out to you because obviously it sounds like Deshaun Watson is not very happy in Houston. 
and I asked you, what would the Bears have to give up? Or what would you ask the Bears to give up to bring Deshaun Watson to Chicago? What do you think about that? And, and do you bring Deshaun Watson to Chicago? Here's what I don't understand. And I got flack for this, for what I said. Is I'm like, he's not going to Chicago. He's not. I, he knows they're dysfunctional. You didn't take me the first time. Just stop it. He's not going there. He wouldn't get traded there. He wants to go somewhere where it's a real franchise that can help him win. Because if he's going to Chicago, why not just stay on Houston? What's the difference? It's just dysfunction. So my thing is, like, it's not going to happen. The other point I brought up was, is I don't understand this guy. He signed the long-term contract, and they have one bad year, and the coach of DM got fired, and they got rid of the, uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Then it's like, okay, so the owner didn't listen to some of the suggestions, so he's so angry he wants out. How's that a leader? That's all I'm saying. This is the face of your franchise, and the minute, like seriously, the minute things go wrong for five minutes, he's ready to jump ship. Do I want this guy? And look, he's a hell of a talent. And what was he, top three? I mean, a pro bowler, I just, I don't get him. I, I don't understand. It's like he took he saw what was going on in the NBA where people are so entitled and he's like, Well, I'm gonna do that too. I just I don't get it. I I really don't maybe you can explain it to me, Anthony. <laughs> I just don't understand. No, I don't get it either. I mean, here's the deal. You still have input here, and I think Houston can fix the situation by giving him the head coach he wants, and that sounds like Eric Benemy, the OC for Kansas City. And so I think the biggest problem is, too, is that KC's still going, so you really have a hard time being able to get yeah. interviews with these guys. So I think, and you know, a, a, and Houston may still be holding out for him because, again, I don't know who they're going to agree on. Maybe they, maybe they aren't going to do the smart thing here, but I think if you're going to try and keep Deshaun happy, You've got to bring in Eric Benemy, the OC from Kansas City, because he can do a lot of the things that Patrick Mahomes is doing for him. So I think that's where, if Houston can make that hire, I think that's the right choice for him, and I think that at least alleviates some of that uh, anger that Sean Watson has. I like people on Twitter are so passionate about coaching positions in college football and the NFL, and I just want to tell everyone, why don't you just work on your own resume? For as much passion you give to people you don't know, how about you you know, help your own career? <laughs> I know I'm on my high horse. I know, Anthony. I just I don't understand where he, he's like he's ready to jump ship. He's like, is he gonna bring that to my franchise? That's that's what I'm confused on. And people really like Deshaun Watson. And I like him too. He's a great player. But I don't know what the hell's going on here. I don't get this situation and what are you gonna have to give up to get him? Two first-round picks, a player, a third like the Kings ransom. Well, if you do that, then you have Watson, and then you're the current Houston Texans roster. Like I don't know what to think in this situation. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see how this thing plays out. Hopefully, and I think he will stay in Houston. Like I said, I think Houston is holding out for Eric Benavy, but we'll, we'll just have to see how yeah. it plays out. But Mark, another one, another big story, uh, obviously with head coaches, Urban Meyer now joining the NFL ranks. Signing up with the Jacksonville Jaguars. They have the number one overall pick here. What do you think about Urban Meyer coming out of retirement to coach in the NFL? It, it, it's that phrase of, what do we have to lose? They, they have no identity. They're not winning. No one even takes them seriously. They don't have a rival. People think they're just going to move to London after a while. Why not? You know what? We live in a world now where anything's possible. Fine. Give them the money. 
see what he can do. And you know what? What's funny, I'm like, you know what? I'll go to a Jaguars game. That sold it for me. Because I was like, you know what? I'll see Trevor Lawrence. I've never been to a Jags game before. Why not? What do you have to lose? Get your quarterback. Get a defense through free agency and start building an O-line. Like, fine. It'll be exciting. Like, the Jaguars, if you just really mean what I'm going to say. It's like, look, to save the NFL, we got to contract three teams. Aren't the Jaguars number one on that list? Like, come on. Who's number two? The Texans? Is that another team we really need? I'm just like, you've been here since, like, the mid-90s. No one takes you seriously. Fine. Let's see if this works. What do we have to lose? He's a billionaire shed con. If it doesn't work, fine. We'll go get another head coach after a while. But I like the move from that, that uh, situation. Do you think Urban Meyer takes Justin Fields over Trevor Lawrence, or do you think it's just Trevor Lawrence all no. the way? It's Trevor Lawrence. It's just like, there's no, there's no hesitation. Just, just let him, let him get drafted now. Why are we even waiting four months? Just take Trevor Lawrence. Just do that. I think Urban Meyer said he's not even calling the plays. But he said at the press conference, look, he wants to be fast, just like he did at Florida and Ohio State, four to six, A to B. And what Urban Meyer means is, hey, every play should be four to six seconds, and here's A, and we're going to get to B as fast as possible. Take the quarterback with a big arm and then build around him. It's Trevor Lawrence at number one. Right now we are with Mark Moses, host of the Mark Moses Show, from 3 to 6 in Central Florida on Sports Radio 1560. The fan, Mark, my final question. I know it's early, obviously. We have all week. But early here on a Monday, gut reaction, who's playing for Super Bowl 55? It's a tough one. I'm going to go Kansas City and Tampa Bay. That's my pick. And then, And then, Anthony, you... I'm gonna have to take you to the like the doctor for blood medication and just like you're you're gonna have panic attacks, heart attacks. It's gonna be insane for you. So I hope you're ready for this, buddy. <laughs> well, like I said, man, I'm I'm just taking what this is for this week, and then I'll get ready for another roller coaster on Sunday. But I hope you're right because, like I said, that would be tremendous. And just add to the lore of Tampa Bay being the first team to play in the in their own stadium for a Super Bowl would be even more that fantastic as I- well. It's insane. And I'll just end with this, man. I, going back to Deshaun Watson, I just want to get this off my chest with your show. And I said this on mine. He's really stunned that management and ownership doesn't do what he says every five seconds. Hey, guess what? That's every employee in this country. Oh, my God. Management doesn't care what you have to say all the time. Oh, man. Welcome to adulthood, Deshaun Watson. I just had to get that off my chest. I'm sorry. <laughs> This man gets a lot of things off his chest from 3 to 6 p.m. on Sports Radio 1560, the fan on his show, The Mark Moses Show. Mark, really appreciate the time, really appreciate the insight as well. Look forward to chatting with you again soon, my friend. Yeah, man. Uh, Stay safe and fire those cannons.